following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It's a wonderful Tuesday edition of Talking Cowboys here on DallasCowboys.com and the various streaming platforms. As always, coming to you live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios as we are now officially into week 11 of mm. the NFL season and the Minnesota Vikings are on the docket this week. We're going to talk about what we saw last night out of that game. Of course, we were all doing some scouting in terms of the the what was kind of a boring game last night and kind of a a, a meh it was very meh yesterday from the bears and the vikings on monday night football but first let me introduce the outstanding crew as always cowboys insider mr rob phillips our resident super bowl champion isaiah stamback and the great heckma harrison joining us as always i'm kyle yeomans and guys there there are a couple updates to get to for the cowboys and then we'll start kind of going into this uh this Vikings matchup as well. Plus, it is fans on the 50 Tuesday, so send in your fan questions. I don't have a ton of them right now. I know you guys are, are tired. I know, you, I know you're off the bye week. It's a little lackadaisical. But no, send in your fan questions because we want to talk about them and we want to answer them and shout you out at the same time. But Rob, a couple updates in terms of the Cowboys yesterday. Andy Dalton seemingly has passed both the COVID and concussion protocols and should be ready to go. Plus, Mike McCarthy expecting Cheeto to be back this week. Mm. Yeah, finally with Cheeto, right? Now, now he, I'll couch that and said, look, he, a couple weeks ago it sounded like he was going to play uh, against the Eagles, I think, and he, he didn't, mm-hmm. and he stayed on IR, uh, and they activated him last week. Really, is almost a procedural move because he was right up against that three-week practice window uh, on IR to keep practicing. So, uh, But I, it does sound like he'll be back. Uh, in the lineup and that that's big with Trayvon out and uh Andy Dalton you know yeah I mean if he's cleared to practice then obviously he's been cleared by the league to 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 be on the field and do that so that's that's great news uh Mike McCarthy said they'll take that throughout the week and see so Garrett Gilbert stay ready um Mm -hmm. but you know that's that's a great sign for your offense because I, I just said this on the fan it's funny how We've been talking about the defense all year long, struggling, and they put back-to-back solid games together. It's the offense that has regressed since Dak got hurt. And uh, maybe Dalton can can take a step forward and build on what Garrett Gilbert did against the Steelers. We will see, fellas. Heckman, whenever it comes to Andy Dalton in general, does it still give you kind of that same feeling that we had originally when he was coming in of, okay, things are going to get back to normal. Things are going to kind of find their way into place, whereas that was the original thinking, but I, I just want to know if it's the same kind of feeling for you or do you have any bubble guts whenever it comes to Andy Dalton? Well, I'd be, I'd be, lying, I'd be, I'd be <laughs> lying to you too early in the morning, man, if I tell you that I felt comfortable right now with either of these guys. But it's, uh, you know, I think with his experience, we've talked about this at length and his experience giving us a leg up as far as him uh, – ability to read defenses and get the ball out of his hand quickly uh this week 
is that's definitely what he's going to have to do because you know Minnesota. If you watch the game last night, Minnesota is going to apply a ton of pressure. So. I'm I'm still in that place with Andy Dalton where I want to see him actually do it, you know, and and have some positive things happen for him in this offense. I think we hadn't seen anything good happen for Andy in this offense, I guess, since the the New York Giants game was the last time that he Mm -hmm. actually threw a touchdown or we had a touchdown. So uh, it's important to me to just find out what this week is going to be like for both of these quarterbacks, Gilbert and Dalton, going into this week when uh, Coach Mike McCarthy was asked about who he was going to go with. He, He answered it kind of vague and just said that, hey, you know, we'll talk about this on Friday or Saturday once we have an opportunity to evaluate both of these guys so mm-hmm. it's really kind of cool to have a court quarterback controversy uh, in week 11 of the NFL season well I remember they said if Andy Dalton's healthy he's your man that's what they yep. said that's what they said last week I don't know I know things yep. change all the time around yep. here but um, <laughs> I I had opportunity to go back because I know there's been a lot of talk about Andy Dalton, and I obviously spoke highly about him early on. Um, he came in, took care of business against the Giants, and then um, obviously, um, you know, kind of, kind of got punched in the mouth a little bit against against Washington. But I went back and I watched. You know kinda. what I'm saying, Kyle? I don't, I don't like to speak just uh, just off of opinion. I want to yeah. speak off of, off of facts. You Good, know? And, which is what and, you should do. Yeah, I want to talk to the people. You know, I want to talk to the people, to y'all. Um, so I went back and I watched. I watched. Take the, the emotion out yeah, of it. Take, take the emotion out of it. It's all just facts. Yeah, just, just facts with Goodness. me. I don't I don't have exactly. emotions. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm right, I'm right. You know, it is. We're in week is. eleven, everybody. You should figure that out. Yeah. Right now. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna touch a little bit on this in, in the film room. You know, what I'm saying you guys you guys check that out tonight. But but but. I went back and I watched the film, and Andy Dalton uh, didn't do half as bad as I thought he did. Really? When we look at that Washington game. And the reason why is because other guys didn't take care of their, of their responsibilities. Right now, he could have done better. Mm. No disrespect, no no disregard at all. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, no, I'm not taking any accountability off of him at all. He needs to take that responsibility. He needs to do better. However, a lot of the situations that we faced in that Washington game were due, were due to a lot of failed assignments. Yeah. And, and assignments where – had everybody done what they were supposed to do, Andy Dalton would have had plenty of time to deliver the ball. There are guys that are open. He had zero time to throw the ball. Um, and it wasn't just the fact that he was sitting there patting the ball and holding on to it and things of that nature. Now, he did some of that. Um, he, I'm sure from between then and now, I'm sure he's, he's kind of taking a self-analysis. But, um, you know, going forward, I feel good about him uh, against this team. Even though Minnesota's coming off um, a big win last night, I think that this we're set up well for this team um, that's coming in here. And I think that um, I think Andy Dunn's going to do pretty good with that. If, if, if the offensive line is a lot better, right? That's just that's facts. Offensive line is substantially better. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is playing better. The morale of this team is better. The energy is better. I think the team is is, is poised for a good position right now. I'm so, glad you said that, Isaiah, because I felt like last week I felt like I was on a on an island, a Rob P. Island with with, P. Uh, with Dalton. I f- I felt like nobody was I had my back on on bringing any back as the starter because. Of the way Garrett Gilbert played in that game, yeah, and and I, you know, he played he played well, but you know, how much of it were we comparing to what Ben DiNucci rolled out there against the Eagles? <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Very true. That's and I'm not, point. I'm not. Again, I I am not knocking Ben DiNucci. I think that was a terrible situation for him yeah, to have to play in that game. Uh, and I thought Garrett, yeah, it really did. He wasn't ready, um, uh, you know, as a seventh round pick. But I thought Gilbert did move the offense. He brings some mobility to the table. But remember, the Cowboys kicked four field goals in this last game against Pittsburgh. Four field goals. Um, and those last two drives, one was really late time against them, but they didn't get things going late in the game. And, you know, I think they feel like with Andy Dalton as a veteran guy, to your point, Isaiah, I, 
go back to the Arizona game. I don't even think you can evaluate him based off of that game with, I think that was the Zeke fumbles game yep. and the lack of protect, protection up front. Uh, you know, I, I just didn't think it was a great situation for him in that game either. Um, so if he gets, he's healthy, he's good to go. I, I feel better about it. I, I just do going forward uh, w- with a more veteran guy. Now, now you, now Rob, I have to admit, okay, you were on that island by yourself. Now I was in the canoe, and it was tied to the island. Okay, it was tied to a post, and I was out there halfway into the ocean. But I could still come, I could still come back. So um, I, I still believe that Gilbert. I, if it, if I was a coach, uh-huh. I would still go with the energy of the squad Gilbert, right now, right and now. I would still go with Gilbert. That does not take away the fact okay. that I believe that's, that that's, Andy Dalton can be successful and will be successful. Okay, but let me play devil's advocate that's here fair. for this specifically, and and the reason why and in talking about Gilbert I know y'all are both on Andy Dalton's side or at least at the moment you're in that 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 boat literally but whenever it comes to Garrett canoe. Gilbert the canoe <laughs> yeah whenever it comes to Garrett Gilbert is what we saw on last Sunday I guess against Pittsburgh is that the the ceiling is that the most we're going to get out of Garrett Gilbert? There's a very good chance it is. There's a very good chance that that is the ceiling for Garrett Gilbert. Whereas Andy Dalton, we know for a fact, because like Jerry and Steven and Mike and everybody has said, Andy Dalton is a starter in this league. His ceiling is much higher, but is the floor <laughs> for Gilbert higher as well? Whenever we're talking about maybe the fact that there's a bigger range of, of controversy with Andy Dalton as well? I think I mean it's hard to compare the two, right? Because Andy Dalton obviously has been to the Pro Bowl. He's been he's been that guy, so we know what he's capable of, mm-hmm. right? So we we seen what what he's what he's put out, <laughs> right? And we know then we know what he's capable of. So there's a huge gap there, yep. right? There's a huge gap that we're looking to fill. Um, as Gilbert, we we came when he came in, he was at the bottom in, in our eyes, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. eyes, he's at the bottom, right? So all of a sudden he performs, and everybody's like, right? He raises up, right? So then there's that question mark. It was like. What else can he do? Right? What else can he do? And, and, the th- and the truth is, we don't know what else he can do. We don't know if he had a couple more weeks under his belt like he does now, mm-hmm. how much better he would be as far as his timing with his receivers. We don't know how much more confident he would be with his calls, how much confident he would be with delivering the ball on time instead of waiting until guys come out of their routes. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of things we don't know. Versus Andy Dalton, we've seen his capabilities. So it's not really a fair comparison, um, and, and that's, why, that's why we're all based off opinions right now. ECMA? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm out here on yacht Gary Gilbert. Oh, uh, oh you're on a yacht. yacht. I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on the okay. yacht, yacht Gilbert, and I'm just taking it as, man, this, is, this offense completely needs a change. I mean, we could talk about Andy Dalton and Gilbert at, at Lit, but it's, it's not that big a difference in these quarterbacks right now oh. uh, in their career and what they're facing. And I just feel like, it, and you said it, Isaiah, when it comes down to the energy that you got, from Gilbert in the Steelers game. I want to ride that. I mean, but this team has had a bye week, and uh, obviously with the COVID protocol, they were they were cheated out of at least getting a vibe for both of these quarterbacks in the offense. Uh, but I think that you have, my opinion is, go with Gilbert. And, and because I feel like just the energy and what he bought uh, during the Pittsburgh game is enough uh, for this team to possibly seal the division or get more wins, right? And so um, I think that maybe they go back to, to Andy Dalton, but guys, the comparison between the two, I just don't I, I don't think it is as big as we're trying to make it. I think there's something to be said for that, you know, and Isaiah mentioned that too, heck, the, the momentum factor. And you have a bye week in between, yeah. but that was the first signs of life from the offense in three weeks. So I think there is something to be said for that. 
you know, if you're talking about giving your, yourself the best, and we can talk about the team tank stuff all we want, but if you're giving yourself the no. best chance to win and, and win this awful start to the division, <laughs> win this race, I think you just logically you got to at least go back to Andy and see how it goes. And, and yeah. you know, it, it doesn't preclude yourself from going back to Gary Gilbert if things aren't going well. Uh, but, but, yeah, I think that's probably what they're going to do, provided he has a good week of practice and, and is ready to go. And based off of what we heard this morning and based off of what we've heard the last couple weeks and everything whenever it comes to the Jones family and the coaching staff, they're not playing it on Team Tank. We're not sitting here looking at at a, a top five pick, at least right. I mean, Hope I know not. right now we are, but there's a ton of people that want that to happen. But the coaching staff and this organization just isn't wired that way. They're never going to be wired that way. Yeah, and we're about to see a little bit of at least a turnaround. I mean, Jerry even said it this morning. He wants to turn it around. He wants to find a way to win games down the stretch. And whenever you look at the next five games for Philly, there's a chance that they go into week 15 at with three. Three or four wins total, anyways. And that's can, can, the, can we can we just say this? Kyle? Anybody right now who's saying that this team should just tank and play for and play for draft, draft picks? Can we just put them in a in a in a in a, in a little bubble, right? And it's say a big that bubble. If the, yeah, let's put them in a bubble. It's a real and, big and bubble. And say that if this team turns things around, it's a Twitter bubble. If this team turns things around and goes to the playoffs and, and has a miraculous run, that they cannot get back on the bandwagon. Oh, you're saying? Oh, you don't want them to get on? No, like whenever they they get and make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, because the people, the same people that say, "Oh, let's tank and oh, you know, let's go ahead and play for draft picks," are the same people that'll be wearing doggone stars and getting tattoos on their forehead of stars. When, when if these guys make a run and go for the doggone Super Bowl somehow, some way, right? Which is, I know it sounds crazy, but it's still possible, right? So I keep saying that it's still possible because it is. That's facts. I take the emotion out of it. You can't play both sides. You guys can't – people can't sit up here and say – I know it's already been said. You can't sit up here and say that you want a competitive team, a competitive organization who goes out there and yeah, goes walls to the wall and then, and, then, and then and expect guys to go out there and tank. That's, that's, that's BS. That's BS. Mm. So if you guys are out there – I'm talking to everybody out there. If you guys are talking about anybody who has tweeted, said, text, any of that stuff, said that you want this team to tank and play for draft picks, y'all just re- just go ahead and take all the stars out your closet Ooh. right now and put them in, put them in the attic. And you guys got to wait until next year, okay? Because now it might go either way. It might go your way, and they might play. They might end up playing for draft picks, right? You never know. However, do not try to get back on the bandwagon if these dudes start balling. It's a, it's a question mark, but you don't do it. You revoke your fan card? Yeah, you got to oh pull your fan card. Revoke your fan card until next year's Yeah, camp? if you check all your messages, just type in draft. If you said draft over the last three weeks, uh, just I, put I it would be out. Yeah, just put it in the doggone closet. Take all your clothes Yeah, that's, that's what I was just about out. to say. Kyle is I'd be down. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd be out. <laughs> okay. You would be out. Yeah. Let, can I just ask what what tanking means? Like, yeah. How, please define, define that. that. Yeah. What, what, based based on like what we've seen this this year, because they're already playing younger guys yep. out of necessity, yeah. out of most out of, of need. but also in part because out of yeah. need, and also you know there were a couple spots on defense where they said we're not getting production, so we're going to go to some younger guys, and it's actually paid off. Uh, they're minus thirteen in the turnover ratio. That is by far the worst in the, the NFL. Worst. They have, they have, because of the way they've played this year, they have given themselves zero margin for error. So tell me what tanking means exactly. Hey, because Rob. they're playing their hardest and they're not, they're still not winning. So don't, you know, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Hey, 
Hey, Rob, and, and, and the way that this season is going, they can go out there and play their hearts out all the way through, and it still might be a bad season. So you're going to end up with a top five pick anyway based off of the fact that you are playing with your fifth string quarterback <laughs> and your offensive line is decimated. Your defense <laughs> is historically bad. So hey, whether you want to tank or not, and I think the mentality with tanking has something to do with giving up, and that's not a team in the NFL that's about that. Well, Maybe they're two or three right yeah, now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that are trying to get that big. <laughs> Not yeah. this one, yeah. <laughs> Not this one. Not if the coaches want to keep their jobs and, and everything involved there. Because nobody ever wants to lose for real. I mean, the only reason you end up tanking is if you, <laughs> you, you aren't very good. And I, I like we've talked about previously, this is a team, this is an organization that feels like if things kind of roll the right way, happen, man. You can you can have a good team, and you can run it back in 2021 and have a good team. And there's so many different aspects that go into quote unquote tanking that it makes it tough, and it's a decision making process. But I, I like how Rob said that it's even you can play as much as play as as hard as you want. It doesn't mean things are going to go the right way for you, but you want to find a way to try and get into the tournament. And right now we're we're still in the the tournament at least at the moment. You, everything's still in front of you and uh, Isaiah I wanted to ask this just based off of what you were saying a moment ago but from a player standpoint you never want to tank there's never there's been no an opportunity thing. there's no such thing ever want to do that right no there's no such thing you get ran out the locker room if, if, you, if you're out there loafing and not giving 100% mm-hmm. effort you're getting ran out the locker room you guys understand when you yeah. guys that's why that's why Rob Rob P asked a great question what is the definition of tanking because as a competitor as a player Every time I step on the field, every time I that that eye in the sky, you right, that we talk about doesn't lie, that is your resume. That's your resume. So you can go out there and half tell yes. it if you want to. Well, yeah. You're gonna mess with your own money going forward. Yeah. Right? Whether it's on a team that you're already with or whether it's a team that you might end up trying to go to, you're messing with your own money. So there is no definition. There's no thing called tanking. Now, mm-hmm. now, now I don't know what the front Isaiah. office talks about, right? The front office might be positioning Isaiah. themselves and start planning for stuff, but players, no, nah, no such thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know, don't watch any Jets football games or Jacksonville games. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I mean think about opinion on that. I mean, everybody <laughs> last year said that the Dolphins were, were tanking, right? Yeah. The, the Dolphins last year were tanking, right? Yeah. They were doing all their positioning themselves, blah, blah, blah. Look at them. They went 7-1, and one, and now they're winning a lot of games. They're, they're balling. They're balling. So what is tanking, right? One more thing on it. Yeah, what is it? I, you know, like, I'll just make an NBA reference because I love the league. Like, it's, this isn't a Golden State Warriors situation where they've won titles, they've got their culture, we talk about culture on this show a lot, mm-hmm. in place. Yeah. They just have a bunch of injuries for one year to Steph and Clay, and you know they're playing young guys, and they're going to get a great draft pick and be right back where they were. This is a brand-new staff, brand-new schemes. As a fan, don't you want to see some sort of progress going into next season with Mike McCarthy, or would you want to watch the first month of this season I, I, for the rest of the way? I just If I'm a fan, I'd, I want the latter. You know, and if you if your draft pick suffers a little bit, fine. You know, but because you're still going to get healthy next year, and you're still going to be a better team yep. next year when you're at full strength. Pretty easily, I think. Whenever you look at everything that's gone wrong here in 2020 uh, on the field and off the field, you can talk about how 2021 should be better, and hopefully it will be for the Cowboys. And sure, you would like to add a draft pick to that, and that's where I'm at too. I, I want to evaluate the draft, and I want to provide as much content as I can to the fans out there that are catering to that that draft need. But there's a way you can be successful in the top five of the draft 
and in the mid-20s. There's a way you can do it both ways if you really wanted to do it. The good teams figure it out. Every team figures it out from time to time. So we're going to step aside. When we come back, though, it's time for some fans on the 50. If you're in the Periscope at the moment, send us your questions. Send them on Twitter as well. Fans on the 50 will answer your questions. When we come back, you're on Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. On to the second segment here of Talking Cowboys here on this Tuesday. It's past 9.50. You know what that means. It's time for some fans on the 50. Fans on the 50. As always, Chris Beam killing it in the back and always making us sound much better than we actually are. Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Hackma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans, and time to get some, some fan questions. You can continue sending these in throughout the segment, but we've got some good ones now rolling in, and our guy Jay, who is... Talk about... Jay. I want to take a second. We just went on our Talking Cowboys TED Talk on why you should be non-bandwagoner yeah. fans. Yeah. Jay off. is the <laughs> definition of a true diehard go, fan, go, and Jay, Jay is a fan fantastic guy no, Jay, yeah. as well. Yep. He's not Jay the man. And it's not even just with not our Jay show. It's every show as the day goes we on. We appreciate you, Jay. And we appreciate Jay all the time. And he asks fantastic questions. He says, who do you guys see taking Mr. Trayvon Diggs' spot whenever it comes to the cornerback position? Of course, Trayvon Diggs, rookie second rounder, out four to six weeks with a broken, fractured foot. Uh, where do you see the Cowboys going in terms of replacing him? Because he brought an element the Cowboys haven't had at that position in a long time. That's a good question, oh, Jay. I think it's going to look like, um, you know, with the healthy guys they got, it's probably going to look like it's been you know a couple years ago where it's Cheeto and Anthony Brown and, and Jordan, Jordan Lewis. Lewis yeah. Probably your top three guys, I would imagine. Am I missing somebody? Mm, probably not. 
Brown, Cheeto, Lewis. But where, where who's going to be on the top guy, though? Is it going to be Anthony Brown or is it going to be Cheeto? I think it's just A.B. Uh, right now. He's the healthier guy. I mean, I, I don't think it would be. Look, just depends on where Cheeto is right now uh, and his, yeah. his hamstring. And so I, I think the coaches would know that. You also have Savion Smith, who did not play very well at all against nope. Pittsburgh. But still, he's, he's a guy that, that you could bring in and some, some nickel. Uh, but still, you know, this Lewis uh, is going to be your inside guy. And Brown and Cheeto, I would imagine, would be your starting corners on, on, on Sunday. I'm going to double up with Heck. Mm. Double up with Heck. Got nothing yeah. else to add. That's it. And if they play sides, you know, you're just kind of matching up with who's on your side. And, and yeah. uh, But, you know, that you brought up Savion Smith, heck. If they're going to play Savion Smith, who uh, they like, but you drafted Reggie Robinson, and I know they're not going to do this probably because they moved Reggie to safety. safety. But if you're hurting a corner, I, I just I want to see Reggie Robinson. Me I too. heard so many good things about him uh, coming out of the draft and actually talking to what, his position coach at Tulsa. And I, I, I was excited to see him compete and mm-hmm. – and, uh, <laughs> Haven't seen him. Haven't even seen him on special teams, which he also excelled at in college. Now, there's seven games left, but uh, I would like to see him on the field at some point. Rob P., hey, Reggie Robinson is to me as Bradley and I is to, to, to Kyle. Okay? Oh, where we need yeah, to that's, take I, a moment every week yeah, and I've ask been, for five I have been waiting to see Reggie Robinson. I don't, I don't know why, but I've something about Reggie, I'm looking forward to seeing okay. him play. Well, with this being said, our guy Pash is already jumping the gun, and he asked us the question on Twitter a while ago, why won't they free Reggie Robinson? And then he used the hashtag, hashtag free, free Reggie, Reggie Robinson. Robinson. So, free Reggie. <laughs> free Reggie is now something we need to get, get trending on Twitter, and we go. get some t-shirts made. That sounds great, but... It, it is. It's easy to forget about him because he hasn't been on the field and he hasn't been active. Yeah, I ain't forgot about him. I've been and waiting. No, I, I agree. No, I don't think any of us have yeah. forgotten about him. But whenever you haven't seen 41 on the field, you want him to make a debut. Whether it's at corner or whether it's at safety, right now it doesn't matter to me. I just want to see him play yeah. and see something because we saw flashes, Rob, even in training camp where he looked good and played decently even as a rookie in that spot too. But we just haven't gotten a chance to see him. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he's moved to safety, I understand maybe they think he's not ready to help. Although you've watched them play like six different guys at safety this year. Uh, the thing that gets me is special teams because um, he, I think he had three or four block kicks in college. Yep. He, he played every special teams unit at Tulsa. I just think he could help you potentially there at some point on the coverage units, and, and we're not there yet. So, um I don't know. That, that, one's, that one's surprising to me. And Mike McCarthy's been asked about it, and he's basically said, I want to see him get to special teams first. That's, that's the goal, but it's, it, we're, not, we're not there yet. It's crazy to me. Heckma? No, Isaiah, I mean, I'm, I thought Isaiah was going to break out the free Reggie Robinson T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it, it, feel, heck, it feels like it's the preseason, and, they, and they're, like, holding a practice, uh, practice squad player. The guy they want to bring yeah. back, they don't want to show him. You know, that's what it feels like. But he's collected 11 checks now, you know, and, yeah. and, and good for him. You know, stack him up. He's healthy. You know, but God, dog, man, I want to see the boy. I want to see him play. And it's, it's not like I, – I can't imagine that everybody else who's played before him is that much better than him. I just can't foresee that. Savian Smith. Yeah, I just can't foresee that. Uh, uh, not Wilson, but Thompson no, I, back there. My, my opinion has been of Reggie Robinson just coming out of the 
the division uh, that he came to Tulsa. I don't I don't know what that division is that he played. American played Athletic. Of, that a lot of those guys. American Athletic. Like uh, kids like that probably need your rookie OTAs and two a days to get acclimated with the NFL. Um, I think with the coaching staff and all of the evaluating that they do daily, if Reggie Robinson was ready to go, he would have been on the field. Don't do that. Head. Don't do that. Head. Uh, Don't do that. Head. No. I'm Don't just do that saying, head. I mean, I'm, uh-uh. just, I, I, I'm uh-uh. there. I, mean, I not, just feel like the evaluation has happened. No. He's moved. He's moved to he's moved positions. He's uh, safety now. Mm-mm. And I'm with Rob when, it, when, I, when I say that his best chance of getting on the field is probably going to be special teams. And he hadn't even got there on that. So he's a guy that is active every week and collecting checks. But at the end of the day, there has to be something to his game that is giving these co- this coaching staff pause. Heck. Yeah, come on, I said. Do I need to get out the ref shirt? No, don't. You don't need the ref shirt because I'm about to end this right now. I'm about to end this right now. I typically, I typically would go with that answer. Heck, the fact that you said that the the, you know the coaches and you know the scouts and everybody else have evaluated him and you know he he just must not be ready. All I'm gonna say is Gucci Danucci. Obviously, we're not that doggone good at (laughs) at evaluating who's ready and who's not ready. So doggone it, put Reggie out there. Gucci Nanucci. That's all you had. That's, That's it. All you That's had it. Was That's Gucci all I need. Nanucci. That's all I need. That's it. That's all you I had, need. You had Uncle hey. Rico. Hey. That's it. No, no, no. You no, no. Have hey. Hey. Else. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking they didn't about? Really have a, yeah, they didn't have a choice, did they? Hey. They have a Rob choice. It'd be a different thing if there was somebody else hey. out there, dog. I, I would have warmed this thing up. They could have they could have called your boy. I would have put the headphones down <laughs> and I would have came out there. Okay? No. Lord, no. I would have loved to see it. I would have no, paid to see that. Well, they would have paid to see it, too, because that's the only way I would have got out there. We would have. That's fair. That's fair, fair. That's a good point. And it would have had to be a hefty check at that point as well. We would have had to get Chris Bean to take our little road mm-hmm. road setup and, and take the Let's roadcaster, go. and we would have to sit out Let's on go. the practice field and be like, Mike, listen, listen, hey. listen, listen. That's our guy. We know there's no practice availability for media, Isaiah. but this is, this is different. <laughs> I would have loved. I would have loved for them to see me. I would have drove the cart to pick you up <laughs> off the field, dog. <laughs> hey, heck, heck, hey, on, heck! I got money on it. I'm still faster than 80 percent of the dudes on the squad right now. Right now, heck. Man, I would cha-ching. take that bet and, and and I would put it on the side against you. Against also, me? Yeah. No, I think you're 80 percent. 80%? How slow you think Isaiah. I am? I'm just saying. Huh? I mean, is, do I need to bring out 80%? Isaiah. Do I need to bring out some film? Huh? And film is Isaiah, different than is now. Me. Hey, y'all know I own a gym, right? I, I do. You know, you know, do you own a track? <laughs> I have a track in my gym. Shape, okay. Okay. Huh? okay. I just wanted to know if yeah. you had a track. Rob P, do you, do you see this right now? Are you seeing this right now? I'm here. I'm not going to I feel like the next time we take this out to the Tostitos, you know, out there in front of the, in front of the I feel like we have to race on, on the dog on front lawn there. I'll race you. I, it'll, it'll be terrible, you got, but I think it'll Chris, be funny. CBZ, you hear that in the back? Listen. Listen up. Next time we're out there in the front yard, it's going down. <laughs> Basement. Insurance. What insurance company up. are we with again? For <laughs> no, no, no. this pool hamstring that Kyle is gonna have, man, please, no, ain't nobody trying to race you, champ, man. Going on with that, I'm telling you, I'm driving the cart. I'm driving the cart though to come get you off the field, though, dog. <laughs> believe that. Uh, I would look like Rich Eisen out there. Oh my he gosh, does his yeah. little suit run. I would just Ooh. be like struggling and laboring the whole time. Yeah, oh, that would no, be man. that would be fun. Oh man. Okay, so we've kind of gotten off track a little bit, and our time's starting to run out. Yes. But 
Uh, we've got a really good question from Joe Ferguson, and I want to get to it on the other side of the break. We're going to knock this break out. We'll continue fans on the 50 since we started talking about racing Isaiah. Uh, but whenever we whenever we come back, we will, we will hit this Joe Ferguson question and continue on with some more fans on the 50 when we return here on Talking Cowboys. We're back with a tasty treat that's sweeping airwaves and taste buds. It's new Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. Let's take a listen. Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda's here. A new combo that's music to my ears, okay. Let's play. Cream soda and Dr. Pepper time. Pour it in a glass of ice. Ah, music to my ears and mouth. New Dr. Pepper and Cream Soda. A delicious duet. There's nothing as unique as our eyes. Which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here for Talking Cowboys. Final segment here on this Tuesday. Continuing on with some fans on the 50 and some race talk back and forth in the break. As we're, we go. We're, Isaiah's like pumped up. We're, so we pulling back the curtain again. We do a film room right after this. And we go into... Oh, gosh. We go, we go and do the film room right after this. And Isaiah and I are talking about maybe going out to the Tostitos Fiesta Plaza and maybe running really quickly just for fun. Y'all want to meet me uh, out there? Let's go. Yeah, okay. We'll see. Uh, Isaiah's, Isaiah's pumped about it. But got some fans on the 50 questions we want to get to here before we run out of time here on this edition of Talking Cowboys. And Joe Ferguson brings up the question. It's a very simple one. But someone is on the open market as of yesterday because of some legal mm. issues and legal decisions. And we can get into this as much as we we want or as little as we want. But he asked, what do you all think about DeAndre Baker in terms of the cornerback position and the former first-round corner that is now on the open market due to his case being dropped and kind of something that really – it honestly needs a Netflix documentary, how crazy his his whole thing has been back and forth. But Jerry was asked about it this morning, so I'm asking you guys, what do you think about DeAndre Baker, Rob? 
Well, he's a talented player. Um, I, the guys on the fan asked me about it, and to be honest with you, I haven't followed that whole case that closely. I mean, I saw what happened yesterday. With I, I think his charges were dropped, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as part of an extortion case. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's crazy. Um, really talented guy. I just think I think you know any team's got to kind of dig into what happened. I think figure out what what's going on with that. Um, and I, Jerry was asked specifically about him on the fan this morning and just kind of said, look, we're always looking to upgrade our team, mm-hmm. but we're, you know, he didn't really comment on it specifically. So that's just kind of where it is. Um, just a, kind of a strange deal, huh? <laughs> yeah. Strange to say the least. To say the I least. Mean, you, yeah. You got to kick the tires. You got to kick the tires on a guy like that. And I think that Will McClay and his staff are doing that for every player in the league period, just trying to find out if they can upgrade this roster. And we, we talked about, was it groove on or move on yesterday? And I think once I got to my move on, I, Pretty much got rid of half the defense. So <laughs> we need to, if we're turning if we're turning over the roster at the rate that I was talking about, then definitely, yeah, man, it's worth giving this guy a look. I don't know enough about him, so okay. I, I can't really comment on that's him. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. And, and he, that's the thing is, really, what do we know about him in terms of an NFL roster? Because right now. It ends up being very minimal tape, and then you had the legal issues that kind of arose. And sure, you got what you had in college in Georgia, but ultimately, you're you're still going to to go off of what I guess what your your ceiling for him is. You would treat him like a first round pick, but the the contract's going to be odd because of the issues that were off the field. It's going to be very interesting. It's a complicated matter overall, but I think a lot of people would take him. And I think, it, like Heckma said, you have to kick the t- tires, right? You got to, especially when it's a position of need, and it's a position that most likely you're going to spend a very, very high pick on in the first round of the draft, maybe the second round of the draft. Why not kick the tires on them? Why not try and see what's out there? And, and maybe sure up your defense a little bit. Uh, a friend of mine texted me last night about it, and he said, what would you think about a Trayvon Diggs, a DeAndre Baker, and a Patrick Sertain, who's a top draft prospect right now, that you could get in the mid-teens? You could don't have to get them in the top ten, at see, least right go. now. Oh, those three? There's your guys. Those three? Did you just say There's the draft? Did you say I'm just saying those three guys. And I said mid-teens. I didn't say top five. He's not a top five pick. So I'm saying even Sir, in the middle of that first round where you picked last year, if you even if you're in the middle of that first round, you could get a Patrick Sertain. And those three guys would be unbelievable to, to find a way to do it. Now – Moving on from there, I, there was a draft question that was that was involved in in the the fans on the fifty. And since you guys just don't want to talk about draft, we won't do that. Now I will ask, no, and I will say this: How do you feel about? Uh, or excuse me, here's the question: It's from Strike Chris on the Periscope. He said, "Do you all think if we win the division, Strike. we will sign Dak to a long term deal, or would you tag him, Isaiah?" Uh, hopefully they would they would honor him and sign him to a long term. Go ahead deal. and sign him anyway. It's, it's disrespectful to tag somebody, mm-hmm. especially at that position. It, 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 it literally is taken as a sign of dis- disrespect. Um, there's no there's no other way to go about it. Um, they have the money to do it. Um, they had the time to do it, and they chose not to. Now they have all the time in the world to do it. If they franchise tag him again, that, I don't like the franchise tag. Yeah. First of all. I don't. I don't. I, was I, it thirty-five million dollars? It doesn't matter. Was it, was it, it doesn't matter. No, yeah. no, I'm just, no, I'm oh, asking. Yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be million. close to thirty-eight. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. it's, it's close than to thirty-eight. It's, it's like, going to be. It's going to be thirty-eight million dollars worth of disrespect. Oh, okay. I, 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 I think it, so check this out, Heck. 
It's disrespectful <laughs> because you work your butt off to get to that point in your career where you can leave. Right? Mm-hmm. You work your no, butt I off. You, you grind. It's a business. You, you it's grind. A business. Yeah. No, but I'm yeah. saying it's a, it's it's a disadvantage, right? If you the, the same the same the same power that the ownership has to be able to say, ha ha, you can't go anywhere. You've worked your butt off to get to this point. Now you can't go anywhere. I think the players <laughs> somehow, some way should have the same way, the same power to veto that because that's, it's just, it's, you have so much time as a professional athlete, right? Mm-hmm. As, especially you in, in the NFL. You have a very small window of time. And if you work your butt off to make sure that you ensure that you've done everything you can to get to that point to where you're even in a conversation to get franchise tagged, you sh- they should not have the power to do so. I just, I personally don't. I, I, I think it, it's just unfair. There's a lot of things unfair in this league, but that's one and thing I, that's, that's definitely unfair. And honestly, what happened to Dak with the ankle is exactly this, this why, why players don't like Perfect it. Yeah, I hate anyway. it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, and you can look at it. <clears throat> I see it that way as well. But when you talk about the, the where Dak is trending, even after <clears throat> the the ankle uh, injury, he's 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 going to be fine. I mean, you th- you talk about the injury and his rehab and him coming back. I would love a long term deal with Dak. I was I was hoping for it before the season even started. We didn't get it, uh, and so the way that things are, are are progressing with this whole negotiation with Dak. It looks to be that that's where we're leaning towards getting him signed to a long-term deal. You look at the cap. The cap is the Dallas Cowboys cap. Is, we're in a bad situation with mm-hmm. that. So to even relegate thirty-eight million dollars for just one player for one year is going to take away our ability to get other players signed. So I think it, with to that regard, we may not want to cap him. But I mean, franchise uh, him. But come on now. I mean, we but, just have but, to but play look the at cards that we're dealt. But look at the situation that Dak's in currently, right? Dak's almost in a, in a situation where I, I don't want to put this on him because it's not coming from his words, but where he's almost hoping that his team doesn't do that great, right? Because yeah. it improves his stock, right? As an individual, being selfish as an individual, you, you almost hope that your team doesn't do that well because now they miss you, right? Now they need you. Now they have mm-hmm. to pay you. Now, if, they, if Andy Dalton <laughs> came out here and balled out, right? Right now, look at look at the position that he's in. Yeah, look at the position that he's in. If Andy Dalton came out here, but his, yeah, his his yeah his leverage goes down, his stock goes down. You know, because now people are looking at it and say he he wasn't as important to this team, right? So I mean, it's it can go either way, and that's the reason why the franchise tag is so bad. Look at Earl, look at Earl Thomas, right? When Earl Thomas came back. Earl Thomas came back right now last year where he wanted to get his contract extended. Now he wasn't franchise tag, yep. but he wanted to get that extension. And I feel like he should have got that should have got that extension. And he didn't. He tried to hold out. And then what did he do? He said, "I'm gonna come back for the team because of my teammates." And then what did end up happening? Yeah, right. Got yep. hurt. Broke his no, leg. I, mm-hmm. No, that's that's broke his leg. That's no. I get it. I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm just talking about as far as Dak and his where he is right now. And by the time he gets to the end of his career, he's going to be a very wealthy man. And so I just. Look, right now, the way that the things have gone this year, I think you, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and you can say, oh, my God, we should have got a long-term deal going. And whether the narrative is he's making more money not playing because of how bad the offense looks, I, that's a whole other thing as well. We didn't look that good when he was playing. And so the, we needed to get better, obviously, but there's so many variables to that, right? And that's we're going to talk about that all offseason. But still, man, I, I think Dak is going to be handsomely taken care of for the mm-hmm. rest of his career, uh, as long as he's you know healthy, obviously. Well, and if you if you tag Dak and you don't get a long term deal done prior to that July fifteenth deadline, then you, you're basically you, I mean that might be it. That's it. I mean you got one year with him, and then he's going to test the open market and he's going to get his money. 
it's going to be a tough task to get him back. Remember, the only two quarterbacks who had ever been on the franchise tag twice was Kirk Cousins, left. Drew Brees, left. Back the, the year after they were on their second franchise mm-hmm. tag. So yes. you talk about the, the fact of the matter is, is someone will pay this quarterback. Absolutely. Somebody will pay a premium yep. for Dak Prescott. So if you tag him again, yes. you're ultimately saying, all right, test the market. We'll see what you get out there, and we'll, we'll find our way on our own. Well, and I, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to get a deal done. Oh. I, I think they very well might tag him just to keep that window going. You know, if mm-hmm. they have to tag him by March, that's possible just to keep talking. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Kyle. I just think, um, I, I mean, maybe I'm being naive, and there's a lot of skeptics out there that don't think the Cowboys are really going to push to sign him. They've, but they've put offers on the table. It just hasn't gotten done. Mm-hmm. I think what's happened with the ankle and um, him being out, I think it's like Isaiah said, man. I think it's. It's more than just what he brings when the ball is snapped. I mean, yeah. I think clearly his leadership is missed. Um, there's a lot of intangibles with Dak Prescott. Great point. I think we're seeing that, and I, I, that's that's why I think it's it's going to get done. I really yep. believe it's going to get done after the season. But Chris Beam did some math for us on on a, on our, our webcam. Oh, gosh. Ago. I guess that's the was that the was that the total money he would make, Chris, on the on the tag over two years. Yeah, it was like close to seventy million to Hex Point. Yeah, that's that's great. But, Disrespect I mean, me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, but but think about, I mean, but think anywhere. about the long term security though. Yeah. with a long term yeah. deal, it's it's well beyond that. I'm just so. joking, guys. It's all good. <laughs> now, if, I, yeah, I would take that disrespect too. Yeah, would, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. I'd be cool with just uh, uh, 170. Slap me with hundred dollar bills. I pay it. Oh, oh. Now, okay, that's one way to end the show. Uh, but whenever we're we're talking about, I, I want to go off of what Rob just said, and and, and I, I think that's funny because we. Whenever we started this group, whenever we first got on this show last offseason, we were talking about the Dak saga. Prior to that, we were talking about the Dak saga. Well, we just when we thought another wrench couldn't be thrown into it, the injury got thrown into it. And you have another wrench that's into this whole deal, and it just adds com- complexity to the whole thing, and, and it's something that you're going to have to deal with. But... Uh, other than that, I think that I think that's going to do it for us. I'm talking Cowboys. I'm trying to get past the hundred dollar bill. Past thing, man. Slap me in the face with dollar just, bills. I I'm, just can't I'm trying to get, get past the hundred dollar bills. Actually, I don't even want that visual. Actually. I don't I'm either. Just to get that out of my head. I don't Please. want it either. All right, that's going to do it for us. For Chris Beam in the back. For Heckma Harrison. For Rob Phillips. Was that for an uppercut? Isaiah, stand back. It was an uppercut, and that's Dang knocking it. us out uh, here on Talking Cowboys. I'm Kyle Yeomans. We'll see you tomorrow, 9:30 here on Talking Cowboys. Oh gosh. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah!